1: faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius.
0: The evidence is all around us. We just have to care to see it. If the left ever got total control, if there was nothing to slow them down or stop it, they'd tolerate pedophilia. They'd legalize it, and eventually they'd celebrate it and force everyone else to do so too. Or face the pain of public humiliation and cancellation. And they'd protect pedophiles, bigly. Want a case study of what that'd look like? Okay, let's do Twitter. This podcast isn't about Twitter. It's about pedophilia and what it would actually look like inside an organization fully colonized by the left, as Twitter was. The first sign that something was badly wrong at Twitter, at least as far as I noticed was back in 2020 when black conservative activist CJ Pearson was locked out of his account forcing him to delete a tweet that violated Twitter said their abuse and harassment policies the tweet attacked pedophiles Twitter had just changed the policy you couldn't harass them criticize them criticize their orientation in fact they would be allowed to have open discussions about their orientation so long as they weren't, you know, breaking the law. It turns out they were breaking the law a lot, sharing a ton of kitty porn with the ascent of Twitter. But we'll get to that later. For the crime of criticizing pedophiles, literally on accounts that were glorifying pedophilia. CJ Pearson, not the pedophiles, was canceled While Twitter, keep in mind, had purged entire political movements such as right-wing QAnon from its platform, pedophiles were, as of 2018 when they changed the policy, allowed to use the platform to discuss their attraction to minors. In fact, they were doing much more than that. A London-based group did an investigation in 2020 and found they were using emojis as a code to spread inappropriate images of children. We'll get back to that in a minute. Around that time, the MAP movement started. You'll know MAP's really well in a couple of years as it catches on. Everyone from the New York Times, to the Washington Post, the USA Today... They've all Reuters Associated Press is now all done a version of the article that we shouldn't use words like pedophile, because they're derogatory. And a pedophile would be somebody who's gotten caught commit committing the crime. Why a map, a minor attracted person, is innocent. They can't help their attractions. They shouldn't be demonized if they haven't been caught committing a crime. That was the basis for the Twitter change of policy. But something much more nefarious was going on. The second sign something was horribly wrong. At Twitter, and again, keep in mind what you're seeing is how left wingers, who let's face it, increasingly tolerate the map orientation, the minor attracted person orientation. This is an example of, their organiz- of how their organizations would run. This was back in January 2021 when a federal lawsuit was filed by a victim of a kitty porn victim. He starred when he was 13 in a clip of him and another child engaged in sex acts. He was targeted by sex traffickers who initially posed as a 16-year-old female classmate, started chatting with him. He exchanged nude photos with her before the conversation turned to blackmail. If the teen didn't share more sexually graphic photos and videos, the explicit material he'd already sent would be shared with his parents, his coach, and his pastor. So he did. That, under duress, that's blackmail, escalated to trapping another child into performing the sex acts with him. They were both 13. Classic kitty porn. Totally illegal. He eventually cut the sex traffickers off, but the video he made in which he victimized another child eventually leaked onto Twitter. He was 17 by then, still a minor. And was utterly, totally, completely humiliated when that video, which should have been taken down, instead went viral. Racking up, get this, 160,000 views and over 2,000 retweets. So he and his lawyer and his mom sent a letter to Twitter begging for it to be taken down. Pleading. He was being mocked. He couldn't go to school. He couldn't play on his sports team. Twitter took a week to respond and then said, they were taking it down. Because it didn't violate their policies. Well, it wasn't until the federal government got involved, because this was a felony, that Twitter finally relented and took it down. How bad would this actually get? In 2021, a staggering 86,666. Love that 666. 86,666 CSAM reports were made to the National Center for Missing and Exploiting Children. Every one of them representing a case of kiddie porn reported to be on Twitter. Process that. Nearly 87,000 reports of child sexual exploitations on Twitter in just one year. But the company did little to deal with the problem. Even more horrifying, as Musk would admit, in many cases, it took them quite a while to take the porn down. And when they did, they didn't shut down the accounts sharing it. The porn, much less report them to law enforcement. That's staggering when you consider that no less than a dozen former FBI and CIA were working at Twitter in high-level positions. How could this be possible? Eliza Blue, who's a survivor advocate um, of those affected by human trafficking, sexual exploitation, has been speaking out about Twitter's child pornography situation since... 2019 she'd had a hard time getting this stuff removed before I felt like I was witnessing a miracle she said when Musk took over why because Musk immediately vowed to attack the problem after having discovered it. And once they began, she saw something she'd never seen before. That's why she said it was like a miracle. The removal of 44,000 Twitter handles and 1,300 profiles that had used strategic communication methods to bypass detection using code words and text and images to trade kitty porn. For comparison's sake, it used to take the company a month to remove 57,000 profiles. Elon Musk knocked most of the worst down in a day. She would later go on to say, Twitter's done more to stop child exploitation in the last month than probably the last 10 years. That's insane. Musk added, It kind of blows my mind, frankly, and we're going to keep doing it. It's always going to be number one. I mean, it's like kids. They can't defend themselves. So we must. Well, over the weekend, three members of the trust and safety team that were supposed to keep kids safe instead of allow them to be exploited. By the way, this is the same trust and safety team that banned the use of the word groomer on Twitter, as in groomer, as in child grooming for pedophilia. Yep, can't use it. In fact, if you keep doing it, you'll lose your account. But... Not for trading kitty porn. No, no, no. They'll just eventually take the porn down after a good and wide circulates and humiliates a poor kid. Um, yeah, but uh, use the word groomer to go after a pedophile or harass one as C.J. Pearson did. And by the way, C.J. Pearson just tweeted he would regularly wade into their pedophilic discussions um, and say they should be castrated. Um, he <laughs> got a strike for that. But not them for trading in The Kitty Point, folks. At some point, this is not an accident. Well, the three members of the Trust and Safety team quit this weekend. They were supposed to um, be in charge of protecting kids. Instead, they quit in protest because they are outraged. They're not going to be able to censor people, except pedophiles, apparently, anymore. On their way out, Eliza Blue tweeted this: "Twitter prioritized the censorship of non-illegal speech." over the removal of child sexual abuse material at scale. Let that sink in. Well, it did for Musk. Here's what he tweeted back about the three members of the team who had just quit. It is a crime that they refused to take action on child exploitation for years, exclamation point. Then Musk tweeted something else. It was a page from Yoel Roth's PhD dissertation. Yole Roth was the head of the trust and safety team. At Twitter till he quit in protest over Elon Musk taking over and on that page he's advocating for minors underage children to be able to have accounts on the Grindr site this was his dissertation because they might want to hook up with each other or adults this is who was running Twitter call from mom answer it call silenced
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: Oh, and one of the three who quit in protest, Leslie Podesta. Yeah, she's the daughter of that Podesta, John Podesta, Hillary Clinton's campaign chair. Advisor to Barack Obama. Protector of pedophiles. A Trump kid would never survive it. But okay, you say, that's just Twitter, though. Or is this the way it is inside leftist circles? Because it's not just Twitter. It's the entire state of California. You gotta read this article. UK Daily Mail investigation, published at the end of November. They found more than 7,000 sex offenders... Convicted of lewd or lascivious acts with children under the age of 14, including sodomy and sexual abuse, 7,000 had all been released, serving less than a year of their sentences. Some of those sentences stretched 20 and 30 years in California, and that this had been going on since 2016. In fact, the 7,000 were released in California between 2016 and 2019. How'd they get out of those sentences? Well, there's something called Proposition 57. It was a 2016 bill that allowed for early parole for nonviolent felons. And it allowed discretion given to the governor and the justice system to decide who it would be. It was not intended to let pedophiles out. But California has been quietly letting sex offenders out. In fact, all information is the most public of information. You can't hide it. You have to turn it over when a reporter asks. And yet the UK Daily Mail has only been able to get the data through 2019. That's right. Those 7,000 hardcore pedophiles were released between 2016 and 2019. Right now, California is simply returning, refusing to turn over the stats uh, from 2019 onward. God knows what the numbers are now. How bad did it get? The 7,000 are bad enough. Listen to this from this paragraph. Others who committed some of the worst sex crimes, child sex crimes on the statute books served similarly short sentences, including 365 pedophiles convicted of continuous sexual abuse of a child. They spent less than 12 months in prison, 39 cases of sodomy with a child under 16, three cases of kidnapping a child under 14 with intent to commit lewd or lascivious acts, according to the data. Former Los Angeles sex crimes prosecutor Samuel Samuel Dordelian told the Daily Mail he was shocked by the statistics and described them as frightening for society. Yes, these people are out. That's what's really scary. So when the UK Daily Mail put a Freedom of Information Act request in, not only so far has California refused to turn over the data from 2019 forward, they took the search engine um, off the parole, like the state parole website that you used to look this up. What's going on here? California has started a virtual pedophile liberation movement and they're trying to hide it from the public. And then there's the famous Balenciaga ad. You know the one. With the kids holding teddy bears in bondage harnesses and costumes. It's just one more bit of evidence of where the left is going. They just haven't figured out how to sell this to society yet. I've warned about this since the gay marriage ruling. Not that gay marriage has anything to do with this, but Justice Kennedy in the gay marriage ruling created a new right that was separate from the case. It was a right to self-identity. The left has gone bonkers with it ever since. And I think you're seeing in California the template for how they will legalize pedophile child relationships and get around parent objections to it. And they're using transgenders to get there. Here's the precedent they're setting. A bill was just signed into law there making California a sanctuary state for transgender minors. So if a tra- and this is going to cause a lot of problems on its own. If one of the 40,000 children right now that Kaiser uh, Family uh, Foundation says are being treated for transgenderism across the country, if one of them has a parent who does not want to do the puberty blockers, the sterilization, the surgery, if they can run away and get over the California state line, then the state takes custody. And all rules and laws in their state governing the surgeries, and the puberty blockers, or whatever— Null and void. That's what the law says. So they can escape their parents' custody and run into the arms of the state of California. Now, what if instead of identifying as the opposite gender, they identified as in love with an adult they met online? What if they had an adult sexual orientation? They were attracted to adults. No, let me put it in another way. That'll conform to the legal precedent set by the idea of transgender kids If they identify as the opposite gender, California takes custody. If you identify as adult attracted or in love with an adult, California takes custody. The legal precedent is right there. Which brings us back to where I ended the show last week. That elite Chicago private school dean of students bragging about teaching minors how to use butt plugs, lube, and dildos. Project Veritas caught him on camera bragging about it.
2: I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using blue versus using spit.
1: Meet Joe Bruno, dean of students at the prestigious Francis W. Parker Private School in Chicago, which happens to charge $40,000 per student.
2: So they're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. They're like, how do you, how does this butt plug really work? How do we do like... How does this work?
0: Guarantee you, this isn't the only school across the country where this is going on. But notice something. The leadership of the school, including the principal and vice principal, put out a statement backing Bruno and slamming Project Veritas, saying they were a right-wing fringe group who were trying to undermine and manipulate diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging work in schools. But notice what the kids were being taught they were being taught to use sexual devices I, quite frankly, wasn't familiar with till I was in my 20s. These were kids 13 to 18. And the devices that they're being taught to use aren't used just by the gay community. They're used quite a bit by the straight community too. In other words, the transgenderism, the pride education, it's just a cover for grooming. There's nothing about using lube or butt plugs or dildos that makes you like, appreciate, tolerate gay people more. And this is a crystal clear example because it shows they're using the LGBTQ cover, object and you're a homophobe, to groom these kids. If they truly wanted to teach tolerance, they might bring in a successful professional who was gay and he could talk about, you know, whatever. If it's a liberal school, they could you know, be very celebrating of the whole, but that's not what they're doing. What you just heard described there is classic grooming and they want to make it a right. This is why Twitter banned the word groomer and began striking down accounts that used it because it's exactly what they're doing. And they're using the cover of celebrating tolerance, inclusivity, homosexuality, Uh, transgenderism is literally the cover for grooming, And I think they cover for both homosexual and heterosexual grooming. Again, uh, the chosen stuff they were educating the kids on is used widely in the heterosexual community too. What this is, is the ending of innocence and teaching them that learning this from an adult is normal. If I'm right, and I don't think I'm wrong, the word MAP will come into the common lexicon in the coming years. Minor attracted person. And you'll be told that you can't criticize their attraction because they were born with it. And they're going to build the right of these people to have relationships with your child, including eventually without your permission on the idea of self-identity. Whatever you identify as, you must be allowed to act out on both for the pedophile and for the victim child. And the place they intend to normalize this? The schools.
1: Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.